Welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Veerdra Jackson. I am Dr. Veerdra Jackson, the CEO and creative behind Living Strong Consulting. And I'm excited about this conversation, uh, not only for its content, but for the energy, the joy, and the personality of tonight's guest. We actually became connected through a fellow, a friend, sister, uh, Lady Dale <laughs> Lee, through the Women of Wellness Conference. So we met through our WOW sisterhood, and we're actually getting ready to uh, come up on the WOW Conference in just about a week from now. And so we are all excited that women from all over the country, um, from over a hundred faith-based communities, will all be coming together to be with one another, um, to talk about our wellness and um, becoming really authentic about the stuff that we carry in our, what we call water pots, the things that we need to be able to drop and put behind us. And it is through that context that I met this woman and her joy, her laughter, her smile absolutely is like a magnet. And when you, if you have the opportunity to follow her on social media, she does these amazing first thing in the morning. Hello, how are you? Welcome to the world. <laughs> Facebook live posts that just bring you into the brightness and gratitude for the day. And so I'm going to share her with you. Let me introduce her to you. Her name is Nashi Williams. She is a Philadelphian. She is native, born and raised here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, and she is the mother of one son. Being a passionate woman of God, she is freely walking in her gift of motivating and encouraging others to be the best version that God has created them to be. She is determined to plant a harvest of healthy seeds, and she is eagerly watching how God waters and transforms lives through her gifting. Now, she is an actress and has been enjoying creative expression since elementary school. In 2006, her love for acting took off where she was performing in theater productions all over Philadelphia and in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, she has worked on several movie projects, such as Annapolis, which was a Touchstone production, NBC's Do No Harm, starring Felicia Rashad, and Brotherhood of Silver on cable network station WMCN44. Nashi has also appeared in several music videos, including Philadelphia's jazz trombonist Jeff, Jeff Bradshaw and R&B artist 
Eric Robertson, and Mars Co-op from The Roots. And it's actually this bio, I had no idea about this background. But once I read it, I was like, this makes perfect sense. (laughs) This is why she is so vibrant in whatever space she is in. But I have to be honest with you, as she has shared portions of her story, she has not always been in the spotlight. And she has had a trauma in her past. And now she is a certified life coach who advocates against sexual abuse and childhood molestation. Through the nonprofit organization, the Hush Hush No More Project, she has taken a stand to be that voice for others, which was unavailable for her through her own trauma of sexual molestation. She also works as a coach and mentor with Calm Confidence, LLC, a biblical counseling business geared towards helping individuals discover and work on challenges which prevent them from living bold, calm, and confident lives. She believes it is never too early, nor is it too late to seek help and to walk in your truth. I am so excited to share my wow women of wellness sister Nashi Williams with you on the flip side mm-hmm. of adversity conversation. Welcome, Nashi. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Vidra. You know, I am so excited to be here, and I just want to say thank you so much. Your platform is amazing. You're amazing. You radiate. You just allow me. Listen, you bouncing off of me. I'm bouncing off of you. I love it. Thank you so much. And it's a pleasure to be here. I'm, I'm very excited. I love that, you know, because isn't that what true sisterhood is all about? And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about the WOW sisterhood and all the energy around the fact that we are going to physically be with Mm -hmm. one another in just about a week. But it's a space in which women can just let first take off the the cape <laughs> we don't have to be super anything in the That's space right. but we also can be honest and transparent because we are we all have a story and the opportunity yes. to create a space to create a flip side to share that flip side um as we had talked a little bit before we got on i really feel like i am beginning to really understand how god is positioning me to be one in which when I say yes, it's not about my yes. Mm -hmm. I'm saying yes in order to create a platform for another sister to fully walk boldly in her yes. And anything that she's been sitting on it is now time to do it because the moment you tell me mm-hmm. <laughs> that is what you want to do, I'm going to say yes, just so I can hold you accountable to your mm-hmm. yes. And I think when you shared the decision for tonight's topic title, Loved Not Labeled, I really think that that title absolutely resonated with a lot of people. 
Um, it caught fire on Instagram. I can't tell you the over 100 people who have liked just the fact that we're having this conversation. So when I want to really jump into your life coaching, your the platform that you are creating to create flips out of your own story, but for others mm. to really begin to recognize that they can have a flip. Mm. Um, so in a time in which there has been so much loss, mm -hmm. so much disappointment, even strife, whether it be with individuals or mm. in a social context, and even brokenness, as humans, we can begin to feel like we are what we've been through. And its labels um, become our life sentence. And mm -hmm. we carry those stories of being forgotten or unloved or that we don't belong or that we are unworthy. So Nashi, even with the background of pain and abuse, you have felt like it is your purpose to bring God's light into those lies and bring out truth through your own life coaching business. Mm -hmm. So tell us about what others should begin to understand about your coaching platform. You know, um, I think, well, for one, the life coaching, it is you have to understand that you are not what somebody else um, labeled you and not just someone else, yourself. Say it. Yourself. Mm -hmm. That's the big key because um, even though somebody else's words or what you experience, you've experienced those things, but it is what you tell yourself. And I will say Ever since I was a little girl, I did not understand it. I didn't understand the fact that while I was still, even though I experienced so much trauma and hurt and all of those things, I was I would still get up in the morning and I was bubbly. I was lively. You know, I was so optimistic and it used to get on people nerves. <laughs> but it was who it was who I was. Um, and so even even looking back and it's like, you know what, although I experienced certain things, hey, that's not who I am. Yeah, that's yeah. not who I am. So for me, I have to as a how you said sisterhood um, and not just a sister for another female and a sister for a male, a sister, you know, for a young child. Listen, I am here to pour into you. Because that's what's needed. When you're young, when you go through so many things, you may not have that platform. You may not have a voice. But I am here to say you do have a voice. You can go back into that, um, crawl into that little space of where you are isolated. Listen, that's a real place. But I'm here to tell you that you are loved and you are, so, you are seen and you are enough. And using God's word, I mean, we have to know who we are. Mm -hmm. That is how mm -hmm. that is how you know who you are. You have to know God's word and who yeah. he created you to be. And that's what I'm yeah. here for. I'm here to tell you, you are who God says that you are. I love that. And I think you, you may have already 
um, answer part of this, but I want to dig a little bit deeper because I get the question all the time about being a life coach. People often put that label on me and that, oh, you're a life coach. And I'm actually not a life coach. Mm-hmm. I am a trained professional who is a certified trauma um, trainer and consultant. And I understand how the brain operates and responds in adversity. I understand how it shapes and impacts our behavior. So mm-hmm. I'm not a life coach. And there are many types of coaches. I, when I went to study and prepare for our conversation, There are spiritual coaches, there's skill-based coaches, there's business coaches, there's mental health coaches, there's personal development coaches, there are career coaches, there are wealth coaches. There's all different types of coaches. And I'm curious, why did you pick life coaching as, as the niche that you would serve others? Because I did not recognize, it took pain for me to recognize that my life was valuable. I had to recognize that it was a purpose while I'm here. This is my life that I have to live, that I have to walk, that God has a purpose. Everybody has a purpose. Mm -hmm. Your life is valuable. Everybody's life is valuable. So what are we going to do with the life that we've been given? What path? Are you going to take, how are you going to walk the path? Mm -hmm. What light, excuse me, what light are you going to light up your path? Because you, you need, you need a path. What's your path? And you have to, you know, I have to, um, and that's for my own self, um, knowing that your life is valuable, knowing that there was a time when I did not value my own life. Because I didn't have anybody to pour into it. Mm-hmm. So. Wow, that resonates with me because yeah. many people who have listened to my story as well, there was a period in time where I talked and thought about dying more than living. And I feel the passion from you around transformation and and even those the words that you just chose to say that mm-hmm. for you life coaching is really about helping individuals understand that their life matters and that we're all here for a purpose mm-hmm. on purpose whether we realize it or not, there is purpose in your life. Mm-hmm. And when I think about the how passionate you are around transformation in people's lives, what yeah. role do you feel that love plays in that transformation? Um, uh, I would definitely say God has shown me what love is. And um, it wasn't until there was moments in my life where I wanted to take my own life again because I did not feel loved. I did not feel Mm -hmm. wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when he changed my life, um, he rocked my world. I was in a whole (laughs) he rocked my whole world, you know, 
he rocked my whole world and he allowed me to see life differently. Um, and that there was a reason why I was here. Um, and all the things that I did go through, it led me up to this point. Yeah. That he would use all of it. That he that would he use, all, would of use all of it on purpose. Yes. Um, for your purpose. For and my purpose. For others' purposes yeah. too. Right. Yeah. Right. For for everybody and, else's purpose too. Mm-hmm. I'm a walking When I think about how you just shared, you know, not only do you want people to recognize that their life has value, but Mm -hmm. as we get ready to go into a break, I want you to think about when we come back, you just dropped the nugget that not only do you want people to recognize that their life is valued, but also that there's a God that has intentionally given them the life for them to um, become what he's destined them to be. Yes. And that is all through a love relationship. And I think about as we enter into um, Resurrection Sunday right around the corner, there's such an opportunity for us to really understand what does love mean mm-hmm. and how is it, how can it free us from labels? So we're getting ready to take a quick break. I can't believe already this time goes by so fast. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation around loved, not labeled with Nashi Williams. So stay with us. We will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What if the most special part about you was not how you fit in, but how you stood out in a world that has never seen your kind of beauty? What if you could walk confidently in your God-given beauty, identity, and purpose? My name is Sandra Coates, and I am the founder and visionary of a movement called United and True. We want every woman to know that she is being transformed, she has been redeemed, and she is unique. I'm also an author of a newly released book called None Like Her. It is about awakening the beauty and the value that is within every woman. You see, it's time that we rise up through the confusion and the chaos and the comparison and the shame to know that there is nothing more we need to do to access the beauty that is within us. Please visit sandracoats.com for more information. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. 
Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back. We've been having a conversation about loving life and not just life in general, but your life because you are here on purpose and you have a purpose. And I've been sharing space with my my wow sister, Nashi Williams, who has her own certified life coaching business. And she has allowed me to put her on a platform for us to talk about life coaching because I get that question all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I need to talk to an actual certified life coach so uh, so that I am actually connecting people with those who have the credentials to talk about what they have questions about. Uh, and so you just shared how God literally, through his love, rocked your world and put life in perspective for you. And now you want to give back to others through your life coaching uh, business. But can we park right back at that at that love of God for a minute? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had a question. Do you agree with the statement, you'll never know how to love God until you know how much God loves you. Absolutely. Positively. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. So how how does that resonate with you? You know what? Um, Because God, and this is what I love about the Lord. Uh, He sets the standard, period. He sets the standard as to what love looks like what it feels like. And so if you don't know that with that, and I love being intimate with the Lord. I love it. Mm-hmm. There is nothing like, you know, <laughs> 2000, let me tell you. So 2013, um, my brother, my baby brother, um, he was murdered, right? He was murdered. And I took his, I took his death. That was the, now mind you, I'd lost people before. But it was his love. It was his death that just shook me to the core. And that was the first time in my life where I actually questioned life. I couldn't Mm -hmm. wrap my head around the concept of he was gone. Like, what do you mean he was here and then he's gone? I didn't understand. So what it did was for a year and a half, it threw me into a depression, Mm -hmm. threw me into a depression. And I just did not. Um. It got to a point where I did not want to live anymore. And, you know, when those thoughts, those that depression is serious. And so that depression, it will have you in a state of feeling unloved, unworthy. You know, what is my sense of purpose? You know, why am I here? Then you start thinking of all the trauma that you've, you know, experienced, all the negative things and all of those things come to the surface. So when I began to, when I went through that, and at the time, um, at the time I was depressed, I was down. Um, at the time I was living my home, I was living a homosexual lifestyle. So I had that stigma, that label on me. Um, and it wasn't until I cried out to the Lord. Um, it was, it was a whole process that I went Mm -hmm. through. But when I tell you, when I, when I really surrendered and questioned, if anybody really loved me, mm-hmm. that is when God answered. And that was the first thing that he told me. He delivered me on the spot. 
He told me that he loved me and that he said um, that he showed me that the life that I was living was not the life that I was um, that I was meant to live. Mm-hmm. He showed me the labels, which was unworthy, unwanted, you know, um, uh, 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 abused, all of those things. He set the tone for what it means to truly love. So as I walk, started walking through his love. And walking through his word and just really allowing him to pour pour into me that I was victorious. You know, that he sent his son Jesus to die for me. I don't know anybody else that would. Who's dying for us. Listen, I know I have some people. I have some boyfriends. I have some girlfriends who tell me, oh, you know, uh, I would lay down my life. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. Sounds good. But when I tell you, I was unto when I recognized who God was and he showed me true love, I said, oh, I want more of this love. Yeah. It has never left me. Authentic. And you know what? Mm -hmm. When I was um, studying for our time together, um, there was this quote that I came across and that oftentimes people try to focus on love as the noun. Mm-hmm. And I, as I think about the active presence of love that will transform lives, that will allow us to bring things forward for others, that, that it's an opportunity for us to not just focus on the emotion, mm-hmm. but the action. Yes. And so what does the action of love look like in life coaching? You know what? Um, It's actually the showing up and being faithful, being consistent, Um, you know, and, and you mentioned that authenticity. That is so important because especially when you're someone who is used to inconsistency, from others and just things that kind of show up in how you show up, you know? Um, and uh, it, it's also, it's just, it's, it's your speech, like your tone. It's like your tone. Even when you show up, even when you're in the presence of someone, your tone screams volume. Because again, yeah. if you are from a place of trauma, you know, there's triggers in the trauma. Yes. So there's triggers also. It, it, there's things that show up in, when you love someone. It feels yeah. differently. Yeah. And you know, when I think about that exact, literally what you just said, how we show up in spaces with other people, regardless of their story, it mm-hmm. we have been called to be an example and reflection yes. of love, regardless yes. And when I looked at that quote and I thought about how often people in life will try to put God in this box Mm. of the emotion when it's as human beings, we shouldn't be interpreting love as the noun because Mm. God is love. He's the noun. We're supposed to be the verb. Yes. We're supposed oh to be goodness. his hands and feet. We're supposed to be reflecting love to and anyone, even That's though right. even individuals 
who challenge and trigger us, it's an opportunity for us to take inventory on what has created that trigger in me because I'm supposed to be the verb of love reflecting the noun of love because he is love. It's not that he has it. He is it. How does that mm -hmm. resonate with you? So even when we're challenged and even when someone hurt us, you know, it's God's love that say grace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How about we have to give grace to ourselves because we can be so unloving and so unkind to ourselves. So if we are replicating who he is, he loves Mm -hmm. at all times. Even when we're, you know, even when we're down, you know, even when we're not, you know, when we're unlovable. So Mm -hmm. we have to give that we have to be examples of that same type of love that he gives. And it's a it's a it is a it is a it can be a challenge. Tell the truth, (laughs) the whole truth, because I know I have been triggered. (laughs) Yeah, to be be that verb of love. It, it can be a challenge, but you know what, what I love through God's love, he has shown me that I really can um, forgive, that I really wow. can be um, sweet and nice and, and compassionate and show empathy um, to the unlovable. Because mm-hmm. guess what? I have to look in the mirror and show up for myself. I have to look in the mirror. And sometimes when you look at yourself in the mirror, you're looking at God because he made you. Mm. Yeah. He made us. So we're supposed to be a a representative. We are his creation. Yeah. I love it. He shows me how to love on a different. He shows Mm -hmm. me how to love on a different scale that I never even thought that I would be able to. Um, And be careful what you ask for because, uh, if you want to show up in that in replicating him, oh, you will be put to the test. He will give you opportunities. He'll give you opportunities. But even in what you just said, I think there's power in going back to we really until we understand the love that has been offered to us. Mm-hmm. There's not a level of freedom for us to forgive others. And then move into a place of gratitude Mm -hmm. for what we actually have and how he will continue to Mm -hmm. use us despite ourselves. So if we talked about, we only have a, a minute or two before we go into another break, but gratitude is such a healing source in our lives, in our mind, and even in our physical body. And Mm -hmm. as a life coach, how can we help people understand the relationship between love and gratitude? So um, when we think about the two, um, so when you think of love, um, when you want to love on someone or, you know, when you want that love, it's all, it's it's like that, that, that good thing about love. Love is Mm -hmm. not a negative thing. It is, it's a good Mm -hmm. thing. So then mm-hmm. if you have something good, then you want to be grateful for that. Grateful. You want to be grateful for um, the, the, trust, the trustworthy part of it. You know, the, mm-hmm. um, 
the the just the exceptional side you know of it um how mindful you know it can be you know and it can be zesty you know when you think about something that's that's it's it's good you just want more of it you know so we have to be yeah. grateful we have to be thankful for exactly what we're getting mm-hmm. we have to mm-hmm. be thankful for those things just showing up yeah. you know is is the little things um to be grateful for because you could think about the unloving side. So if you don't want the unloving side, you want to be grateful for the love, for the lovable stuff. And I think it's even like intentionally speaking it, because when I thought about gratitude, I thought about how you actually start um, those days. And and there Mm -hmm. are periodic moments in time in which I could potentially be wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and I have lost sight of yeah. the what we would call small things but they aren't because breath mm-hmm. we take for granted and sometimes we call it the small thing when mm-hmm. it's actually the biggest thing but the fact that my eyes are open there's yes. breath in my lungs and I can end up waking up in an anxious place and pop on after I've done my devotion because I'm avid yes. about not going to social media until my mind is right. I will pop into a video and you yeah. are bopping around, <laughs> dancing, swinging in a chair on a street corner, just loving life. And it reminds yes. me. I have something to be grateful for. You, do. you represent what, mm-hmm. that. That's what that's what made me start my lives. I did it. I used to start it on Fridays because who doesn't love Fridays? Who doesn't love Fridays? Who doesn't love Fridays? But you know what I recognize? I had that same energy on Monday. Monday to me is like some of the is is some of the least is is probably one of the least favorite things in people's lives. But you know what? As I used to get up, I said, wait a minute. I still have the residual effects of Friday. So let me come on. And because guess what? The same thing that I, all the things that I listed on Friday that I was grateful for, I'm grateful for it on a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, because we are still here. We're still mobile. God still created us for a purpose. What The same purpose that I had on Friday is the same purpose to show up on Monday when I don't really feel like it. Yeah. And I think of just as you had talked about earlier, thinking about um, authentic love. And I know we kind of brushed over that quickly, mm-hmm. but you in that nugget, you literally said it's, it's the good love. Cause sometimes life will have us twist out of pain interpretation of love. Yes. Um, but the good wholesome, holy, Mm. unapologetic, unconditional love that is offered to us by the noun who is love for us to be on assignment, to be the verb of love, his hands and feet. If we're really on assignment, it's an opportunity for us in those gratitude moments Mm -hmm. to remember what he's done. Yes. And sometimes when we are not being grateful, it's because we're not intentionally pausing to remember, to remember. 
we're getting ready to take a break in about three minutes. And as a life coach in a season of so much change, Mm -hmm. why is it as a life coach, would you say, why is it so important for people to understand that God's love is reliable? Mm, That is such a great question. Because we are in a world when so many things are uncertain. So many things are unreliable. Every, so many things are fickle. Everything, it just seems like you don't, it's here one day and it's going, to, it's going the next. But the God who I've come to know, who I've come to be in love with, has shown up, who has been faithful. Um, He is not a liar um, and he remains true. He remains good. He remains um, the same way when I am down, when I am depressed, when I am unreliable. uh, He remains true and reliable. Um, He has he's that substance um, that um, that will always remain. And we need that. We have grief. All our people are losing, you know, eat someone. Dear to them, again, here today, going tomorrow, but you need to know, although they are gone, you're still here and there's still someone else who loves you and there's something else for you to do. Yeah, you're not alone. I feel like there's such an opportunity to recognize that even in this, and I I oftentimes want to, to make sure that when we talk about the um, the tragedy of this global pandemic, the the unrest, the um, uncertainty, the yes. the job loss, all of that, there's so many aspects of loss that mm-hmm. we do not want to trivialize or um, act as though it is something easy to navigate. Yes, but if we can reassure you that there is not a moment in time as a believer mm-hmm. that even in this you are not alone yes and you do not have to carry what has happened to you into the next chapter of what's possible oh, for you yes. when you are holding on to a god of love a yes. God of, of consistency that you yes. can rely on. Yes. Ooh, Nashi, I tell mm. you what, we are already at our second commercial break and we are going to take a quick break and come right back and continue to talk about what tools do you use as a life coach to help people implement, not just be motivated by, but actually implement Mm -hmm. change in their lives. So stay tuned as we talk with, continue this conversation with Nashi Williams as our certified life coach on duty (laughs) for the flip side conversation. We'll be right back. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
What if the most special part about you was not how you fit in, but how you stood out in a world that has never seen your kind of beauty? What if you could walk confidently in your God-given beauty, identity, and purpose? My name is Sandra Coates, and I am the founder and visionary of a movement called United and True. We want every woman to know that she is being transformed, she has been redeemed, and she is unique. I'm also an author of a newly released book called None Like Her. It is about awakening the beauty and the value that is within every woman. You see, it's time that we rise up through the confusion and the chaos and the comparison and the shame to know that there is nothing more we need to do to access the beauty that is within us. Please visit sandracoats.com for more information. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back to our conversation, Loved not labeled. And we have Nashi Williams, and she is a certified life coach. And she's been walking us through um, her own understanding, her own story, and recognizing how she is taking the tools that not only life has taught her, but also understanding that as she has gotten into the Word of God, as she has connected with healthy relationships and also held her herself accountable to walking in love with others, she's going to share with us in this last portion um, some tools. So as a life coach, what are some tools that you use with clients in order to drill home the, the fact that they can live a life that is abundant confident as well as calm so i will just say this so i'm excited because i'm just starting out um doing my life coaching um and so i'm really at the beginning stages which i'm trying to develop um you know just some some things um personally um for my own business but right now um i actually i'm a coach for calm confidence which is a mentoring program. Um, my my wild sister, my spiritual sister, who I love so much, Kyla. Um, and we actually mentor um, teens. So yes. who are in, you know, middle school and high school and just help them, help them to develop and help them try to um, navigate through the challenges, um, the challenges of just day-to-day life. Um, And boy, I'm telling you, we've come across some young individuals who are just sharp and who is just willing, who, you know, our young people are just amazing um, at the things that they know already. 
you know, mm -hmm. but we, we just navigate through um, with them and trying to teach, give them tools to motivate them and encourage them and um, just help them to look inside of the things that they already have, uh, the challenges that they go through on a day to day basis. Um, so, you know, we and we talk about, you know, meditating, those type of things and finding things that um, pour into you, mm -hmm. those those mm -hmm. um, things that. Um, the things that fill make you, you feel good. That's right. The things that mm -hmm. fill you up. And it comes from, mm -hmm. you know, the people you around, the things that you speak into yourself, um, you know, and as adults, we need all of those things. Um, one of the things that I will say, one of the things that I had come across that I started doing um, was writing myself a love letter. And I have them in different places around the house. I have them in, I tuck them in certain articles, articles of clothing. So depending on um, where I am, um, yes. I can draw from that. That That's my toolbox. Yes. We need toolbox. So that's a, that's yes. a tool that, you know, that I use um, because we need that. You know, you hear sometimes you place things around the house, um, but those things are, those things are something that we need because we have to feed ourselves. Yes. You know, we do. We have to, because, and it's healing. It's yeah. healing. We need some healing tools. Mm -hmm. How often are we feeding ourselves the toxic negative things? And how beautiful is it to have hidden a love yeah. letter to yourself mm -hmm. in different spots? I, Eve, I love that thought of putting a love letter in different clothing mm -hmm. and just at the right moment, because I, I, I believe in divine appointments that I am actually chewing, gnawing mm -hmm. on something that is toxic or negative. Yes. Uh, many of us will ruminate on stuff and continue to turn and chew on something yes. that is negative. Mm -hmm. And I reach into my pocket and I pull out a letter that mm -hmm. I might have written to myself weeks, months prior to remind me yes. how much I am loved in my own words. Because yes. our brain listens to a lot of voices, but yes. we listen to our own voice even more closely. So what are we feeding ourselves? Mm -hmm. And just before you answer, just want to remind people that Kyla Neal was on our show uh, March, no, January, in, at the beginning of 2022, and her session was Calm Chaos. And it is an opportunity to continue to pull nuggets. So if you have not listen to Kyla's replay from January. Look it up on the Voice America platform, Calm Confidence, and grab some of those nuggets and tools that she shared as well. Mm -hmm. But I, I love that image you just gave us mm -hmm. of writing ourselves a love letter, meditating mm -hmm. on what we've said, tapping into gratitude, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even you, you mentioned something that for me tied back to what you talked about at the beginning, that there's stuff that's already in us that we haven't tapped into that we often call resilience, but 
tell us a little bit more about how how do you navigate that either with um, Calm Confidence or the Hush Hush Project? So it's funny because I was going to, I wanted to say that even with going back to calm confidence. So a, another sister um, of mine, she wanted to be in a coworker of mine. She brought up the idea of the life coach because she's, she's like, this is what you do. <laughs> you don't even recognize that this is what you do, you know? And I'm like, okay. So it, when she brought it up, I said, oh, I'll, you know, get to it. Mm. But it's funny because during the pandemic, it came up again and I was thrown right into it. And then what happened, Kyla, um, she started her business and she asked me, I said, it, it, everything just came full circle you know, but even with um, me advocating for those who, you know, um, were abused and molested, um, again, who you're surrounded with is so important because they can see certain things in you and also just how you're showing up. Um, and she wrecked my girl, um, another friend of mine, her name is Sunbird, um, who was the um, CEO and the organizer of the uh, Hush Hush No More Project. It's it's funny because the way we show up means everything. So when I was thrown into the Hush Hush No More project, then I was able to give and motivate and encourage those who were abused and and even finding resources. Um, I had to, you know, we had to get certain resources for the Hush Hush No More project. Um, because what we would do is those who were victims, um, we celebrated them. We had full um, um, programs where we allowed them to show up because we saw them. We let them share their story. And and a lot of times that's what it's about, showing up and being bold enough to say, you know what, this happened, but I am not that person anymore. That is the platform that I want to bring, that you're heard so not only are you heard, we're going to navigate to build your confidence back up. We want you to, you know, build your confidence that you are worthy, you know, um, that you can be open, you know, and yeah. to be trustworthy. Sometimes we don't even, we're not even trustworthy with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can't trust ourselves mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. how we're showing up, because of how, what was brought to us, the label that was thrown on us. You can be who yeah. you desire. You can be who God called you to be. Not the yeah. victim, but the victor. You are victorious. Yes. How powerful it is to create spaces where people do not feel judged. Yeah. They are not carrying labels, that they're in a space where love is in action and people are intentionally creating space for their voice to be heard. And I don't want to skip past what you just said. Sometimes that means we're going to have to change relationships that we had in order to get in spaces with people who are going to speak life Life. to you as opposed to toxicity that may have held you stuck or as Cheryl Hurley often has said, pushes you into a hiding place. Yes. 
It's so powerful. It's so powerful. Yeah. I cannot believe how quickly our time has gone <laughs> by. But I want to make sure that we give people an opportunity to um, follow you on social media. So can you tell us what are your social media handles so that if someone wants to wake up with that joy (laughs) video that we've been talking about that pops up in our feed, how can they find you? Um, Well, actually, it's my name on um, social media, I mean, on Facebook, on Instagram, Nashi Williams. It's my name. It's my and name. so spell N- that because it is a very unique spelling. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. So it's spelled N-A-T-E-S-H-E. Um, and my last name is Williams. So it's Nate, the name Nate, N-A-T-E, and she put together. You know, it's funny because yes. whenever someone see my name and they say, oh, um, your name is Nashi and it's spelled like Nate. Oh, what's your father's name was Nate? I said, no, his name was George. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as we um, bring this conversation to a close, I just want to say first, thank you for um, sharing your story and being willing to talk about how, you know, sometimes we sit with an idea for a period in time and God opens a door and we have to decide to walk through it. And say, you know what? I'm not holding on to my joy, my light, my assignment, my purpose. I'm not holding on to it anymore. The Mm -hmm. world has to be ready because Nashi is on the way. Sister friend, thank you so much for all that you have shared with our listeners um, in this conversation. Loved, not labeled. Thank you, sis. Thank you. I I love you so much. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Thank you for this platform. I I appreciate it. God is amazing at what he does. And when you say thrown me, thrown right in there, that's exactly what he did. Because when I said yes, I had no choice but to show up. Yeah. And for those of you who um, are also holding on to a gift, holding on to a dream, holding on to an assignment, if you want an opportunity to be among other women who are saying yes and moving out into their purpose, I'd like for you to log into our website, livingstrongllc.com, and look for Girlfriend Gatherings. Six times in 2022, we are coming together to support you in launching that dream and creating a platform and relationships that will hold you accountable. Our next girlfriend gathering is May 14th at 10 o'clock in the morning. And it doesn't matter where you live. They are virtual as well as in person. We do both simultaneously. So get a spot at the table for the girlfriend gathering. Thank you again, as always, for joining us every single week for the flip side of adversity conversation. I am Dr. Virgil Jackson, and I wish you well. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. 
please join your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.